0: Are you a deviant? You know, like those of us who binge-watch serial killer programmes, laugh at the stupid shit people do, and revel in anything adults? Well, you've found your people. Join us as we crack open the door to the padded cell and release the insanely stupid, the weirdly wonderful, and those who choose to live outside societal norms. We'll delve into the strange, the macabre, the sexy, and the outrageous. So if you're a deviant, then you've found a place with us in the padded cell. Hiya, I'm Nancy. And I'm Vicky, and this is the Padded Cell podcast, where we're going to talk about some crazy shit, guys. Are you excited, Nancy? I am. A
1: little bit
0: terrified. Oh, yeah. Now, I'll let you into a secret. <laughs> Neither of us know what our subjects are going to be that we're talking about today, so it could go really, really well, or it could go horribly wrong. I'm hoping that we haven't done the same subjects. <laughs> <laughs> At least we'll know what we're talking that about. That would be disastrous. Uh, This podcast has been in the making for a a very long time because, quite frankly, I couldn't get my ass into gear. And Nance has given me a swift kick up the ass to get it done. I would never. You practically did give me a kick up the ass. Are we doing this or what? (laughs) Is this (laughs) happening or what? So it's happening, finally happening. And uh, we've got some great stuff in store for you guys. Uh, And the way it's going to work is we're going to tell a little tale each. Yeah. And there's going to be like a little middle bit, which is going to be like uh, little fun facts. Uh, And then it's hopefully going to evolve from there. We're hopefully going to get our listeners involved, send some subjects and questions and that in for us. But for the first one, we're just going to like wing it, aren't we? And just see how it goes. And hopefully the guys out there will enjoy it. And if you don't, we're going to have a lovely time. Um, So, The Padded Cell, it's going to be full of like all kinds of um, like macabre stories, weird stories, adult content stories. And there's going to be Quite a lot of swearing because I can't help it and I'm not going to apologise for sorry, it. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, occasionally, a, a sweary word needs to happen, doesn't it?
1: Sometimes that's, cool. that's the only way that you can express a
0: feeling. Uh, and it's something that I do a lot and I, I can't really switch it off. So if you don't like swearing, we're not the podcast for you.
1: Are we trying to avoid the C-bomb?
0: I'm really going to try. Say that a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah the C-bomb and, and the, maybe the T-bomb as well. But, you know, the the fuck shit and bastard's going to fly in there. <laughs> Already, there you go, two minutes in. Right then, so should we just like forge on and, uh, and let's do this? Sure. Okay, so I'm going to do the first story today, and um, this will pave the way, I think, for the rest of the podcast. And it'll give you an idea of some of the fucking mad shit we're going to talk about. <laughs> that so was a lot of swears. It was, so there you go. <laughs> right, so my subject is going to be about the Icelandic Penis Museum. Okay. OK, or more accurately, there's like a really posh long word that I can't really say. So it's just going to be Penis Museum. But it's the Icelandic Phallological Museum. So Penis Museum is yeah. far easier to say. So this is a real place. It's a real story. And I really want to go. So we need a field trip if we can at some point. Educational purposes and that, you know, if because we like Dick. So, um, Any so for science. Yeah. So this museum, it was founded in 1997 by a guy who's got the most wonderful tongue twister Icelandic name, which I can't say. Uh, I'm going to have a go, actually. I'll say I'm sure it's like nice something try. completely different. So I'm just going to call him Sid because it sounds a bit like Sid and, and he suits Sid, to be honest with you. I've seen his photo. So he opened this museum in 1997 and um, <laughs> he's been collecting penises since he was a young boy. Right, so I first read this. I'm like, I was a kid, start collecting penises, or why?
1: So when you say collecting penises, you collected not actual real
0: ones. Uh, actual real penises, but they weren't attached to the owner. Oh. Let me elaborate. So yeah, he was young. Um, now I've read loads and loads on this guy, and I can't actually get an age, but I'm getting the feeling like eight or nine, so quite young but don't hold me on that. So, you know, feel free to, to write in and go, nope, you're wrong. But he was a kid and uh, he was given a, a bull's penis as a gift. Did you know that um, the word pizzle is an old English word for a penis? So when I'm reading this, it kept saying bull's pizzle. <laughs> I'm like, what's a pizzle? <laughs> so I'm there looking up and yeah, pizzle's a penis. So anyway, uh, so he, he was given this bull's pizzle. I, the intended use was... As a bull whip, like why are you giving a kid a wow. bull whip as a toy? But anyway, you know what do we know? Um, but the other thing is, I mean, they're giving a kid a bull whip that used to be attached to a bull. It's like chopping off a guy's penis and then whacking him with it. It's just wrong on every level, isn't it? Anyway, so this spurred on other people to step forward and gift him penises because word got round that he absolutely loved this penis. I've actually got a picture. <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm just going to show it to Nans first, just to get her authentic reaction. <laughs> wow! I know. I wish there was a scale. Yeah, I mean, well, it looks long. Looks like a unicorn horn. Yeah, it look. It does actually look like something that's in my like collection. Like an umbilical cord. It looks like an umbilical cord. So I'm going to show you guys now. I don't know if you can actually see this properly. But it's a long, twisty thing. It actually looks like something I'd give my dog to chew. It does, doesn't it? It looks like the the piggy ears things that you get, but it's like a little twist. So he was given this thing as a child, as a ball whip. And then several other people gave him similar things. So we had loads of these bull dicks all over the place. And um, then somebody one day um, donated a whale penis Okay, so my first thought is where'd you put a whale penis, and actually, how big is this thing? And he was delighted with this whale penis. So then again, word got round; slaughterhouses would donate farm animal penises, fishermen would donate seal penises. The whaling stations had a lovely time getting rid of the whale penis. He had loads of these things. But then in 1986, it became illegal to, to kill whales. So, but that didn't stop him. He would go around the coastline in Iceland and go and harvest penises from dead whales. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> how many whale penises does this dude need? Honest to God. So anyway, uh, he, was, he was an avid lover of the penis. And so um, he carried on into his adult life. And uh, somebody said, you know, why, why do you keep collecting these things? He even got his daughter involved. Right. So if somebody contacted him and said, I've got a penis for you, mate. If he was a bit too busy, he'd send his daughter down to go and collect the penis. I love, got a job for you. Exactly. A bit weird. T- you know, I mean, it's a good way to earn pocket money, isn't it? But anyway, somebody said to him, why, why are you collecting all these pieces? So he said, quote, collecting pieces is like collecting anything. You can never stop. You can never catch up. You can always get a new one and a better one. Wow. I know a few women that have that very same sounds like Milk Monday. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> so anyway, Sid went on to be a teacher and, uh, in college. I think it was like history or history in Spanish or something he, he lectured. And he must have had a big office because he actually used the office to, to store his penis collection. Okay. Can we just take a minute to consider the smell in the office? Uh. Uh, I mean, apparently, you know, some of these penises are in like jars of formaldehyde and that but some weren't. They were just like dried out. It must have been funky, man. Imagine going in for like, you know, a little bit of a student review and there's cocks and jars around the room. How oh, would you concentrate? So anyway, I mean, he sounds like a really crazy guy and somebody I'd like to have a coffee with, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I was reading this going, wow, you know, I mean, I, I've led a colourful life, but this guy blows me right out the water. So anyway, he, he, he retired from teaching. And so he had to take his collection with him, obviously, because the college didn't want his dicks hanging around. So um, he, he thought, well, more of a hobby, he would display the penises uh, in like a gallery for the public to go and uh, to go and view. And unsurprisingly, it was actually really popular. Lots of ladies went, a few guys. Um, And the Icelandic council decided that they were going to grant him some money to open a proper museum. That was in 1997. Now, they granted him 200,000 Icelandic kroners, which is about 150 grand, I think, which is quite a lot of money, really, isn't it? It is not it So he opened up the museum, um, and by 2003, it was getting like over 5,000 visitors a year. Most of them were foreign, so the local Icelandics weren't enamoured with his penis museum, really. So anyway, but after a little while, the funding dried up and he had to move away to some fishing village 300 miles away, and it suffered. So in the end, he handed it over to his son, who's taken this place... And he's just gone ballistic with it, right? So he didn't want to hide the place away. He decided to put this dick museum on the high streets in central Reykjavik. right? Wow. And he it, it didn't even try and hide behind anything. It's like glass fronted. And there's a sign in the front of it with a logo with a, a dick on it. And I've, actually, I've got that as well. I, I, want, I want your reaction. <laughs> right. Again, show it to Nancy first. Okay. Is that Iceland behind it?
1: Because it nice. looks
0: like it could be something else. Okay, so I'm now going to show it to you guys. So it's an obvious penis. That looks like dick splatter. It does look like dick splatter. Now, you see, originally, um, when I first looked at this, I'm like, okay, so that's a penis uh, and a cum dump. Yeah. But then I thought, surely a sign on the high street of Reykjavik won't have a cum dump on it. So I realised then it was actually the map of Iceland. <laughs> That's where my mind went. It's a nice penis, though. It looks a little bit like a tulip. It does look like a tulip, doesn't it? It's very um graphic, isn't it? I don't well, mean like yeah. graphic in the real sense. But it's like a a, a graphic, isn't yeah. it? So anyway, so that's on the high street uh, well, in Reykjavik. We see jizz.
1: A lot. People from Iceland may say Iceland, but we see jizz. We see jizz, yeah. I've just realised the whole way through this, my face, I think, has been... Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm sure some of the people watching this have all be, also uh, have the same face. So anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the sun took it over in 2012 and um, it, it like grew three times bigger than like it originally penis. started, like a penis, yeah. Because people just kept donating these, these dicks. So nowadays it's got 280 dicks from uh, 100 different species, mainly from Iceland. They're trying to collect every um, mammal species oh. in, uh, in Iceland so the the species range from like the, the giant whale to um a, a tiny hamster penis which you need a magnifying glass to see now that i would go to iceland to see just to see a hamster penis yeah. why because tell me where you've seen a hamster penis before no i haven't but i don't really know the one who why not i don't know i want to see the whale i like big dick we we'll take me. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll take the. So, anyway, let's get some perspective on the size of this whale penis. I did a, I did a little big, a bit of digging over this. So, it was five and a half foot long, right? Wow. And around 70 kilos. So, this fucker is like a little bit kilos? a bit smaller than me in height. I'd lighter. It's, it's just a little bit heavier than me. This is like, But then when I read on, that isn't the whole penis. It was just the tip because <laughs> he couldn't fit it all in. <laughs> Nice. Right. Just the tip. Yeah. So the actual penis, if it was all in one piece, I mean, God love this whale's now got a, a dick in bits, but it would have been 16 foot long, nice, right? and 350 to 450 kilos. That's just the penis. That's just the penis. So again, you know, I decided wow. to look into what represents 16 foot. I couldn't quite visualize it. So the average adult male giraffe from neck to, to the, the feet. A 16 foot. So, this penis is the size of a giraffe. Wow. And a a grand piano is about 350 to 450 kilos. So, these whales are dragging around a penis that weighs the same as a grand piano. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Oh my God. So, anyway, there's all, all sorts of penises, anyway, all different animals and everything. But he's also got. This is where the credibility goes a little bit. But it's a little fun section, probably for kids. Kids go to this place. They have probably school outings. Kids. They have school outings and everything. No. What they're trying to do is make it into like a scientific museum where people can basically learn about the anatomy of the penis and stuff. But I think most people, they're not going to go. ooh, so that that's what a, a blah blah penis looks they're going like, to look and like. And makes notes. Penis. They're going to take photos to put on Facebook, like yeah. a little selfie, aren't they? Next to like you know, a, I don't know, a weasel penis. Or something like in Amsterdam, sit on the giant penis exactly. Yeah, it's all tessellation. So, right, uh, this is folklore section, I'll say, probably for the kids, and it's set to house the peens of trolls and elves. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a kink for that, there probably is. And that is the first thing that came to mind. Like, yeah. There's an event in there, yeah, but anyway. Um, but the folklore says that, um, these, these creatures are invisible. So, there's jars of invisible penises, and yeah, I'm sure they're just allowing you to use your imagination there. But I actually want to see an elf penis, please. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Lord of the Rings, and I'd like to see some of their penises. I mean, they're not invisible, so I just, no. I just don't get it really. So, anyway, I'm sure you're dying to know is there a human penis in this museum? Well, I'd hope so. Well, I, I'd hope so as well, but I hate to disappoint. There is, but it's the penis of a 95 year old local man. Dick's a dick. Well, you'd think that, wouldn't you? But, I mean, <laughs> 95, God love him. Now, apparently, this guy was a little bit of a womaniser in, in his heyday, a so bit of a well Casanova. Used. And he actually, to quote, he said, he wanted to donate his penis to ensure its eternal fame. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, OK, so uh, in 2011, uh, he died and a penectomy was performed. Can we just stop a moment to just appreciate this word, Penectomy. I mean, I don't have a penis. And even that makes me go, oh, oh, oh not good. So, I mean, obviously he was dead. Um, I mean, there's, no. there's, there's been some people who want to donate their penis while they're alive. I'm, I'm going to tell you about this crazy guy in a minute. But anyway, so this, this, this old dude, 95-year-old guy, um, he died and they removed his penis. But unfortunately, it went terribly wrong. And it results in this greyish-brown mass I mean i don't know whether it was like that anyway really and they're just saying that it all went wrong just to like you know save a street cred cuz he did say it was like this amazing penis maybe he wore it away <clears throat> it, sounds like it, nubbin? it sounds like it doesn't sounds like a but anyway, because he donated it and, you know, they promised that they were going to present this thing, they put it in formaldehyde and, and put it in the museum. And apparently it's a little bit of a, a laughing point for people, <laughs> which is a real shame. This poor guy thinks his penis is there forever in this beautiful thing in a jar and it's just a grey-brown slushy mess. And there's him in the afterlife with no willy. With no willy. I mean, why would you do that? Wow. I mean, the Egyptians used to take everything with them. I'm sure they wouldn't, like, chop the penises off and display them. So anyway, there's this, this American guy called uh, Tom Mitchell And uh, he believes that his penis uh, is a separate entity to himself and he calls it Elmo. (laughs) Okay. I mean, reading between the lines, I I think this guy's a a, a raisin short of a fruitcake. You know, I mean, there's a lot to be said for this guy, but just to the highlights, he's written a book about Elmo, his penis. Adventures of a superhero penis. (laughs) Has it got a cape? I really needed to have a cape. (laughs) I think I might have to look this up. Circumcised um, with a cape. Oh, (laughs) like a little mask on. (laughs) If not, we'll make him one. We need to do this. So anyway, he wants his his penis to be the most famous penis in the world. And um, he wanted it to be removed while he was alive. So we could go and visit his penis. Take a little selfie with his penis in a jar. How's he going to feel if it ends up a little grey mess? I I imagine he'd be devastated, wouldn't he? So anyway, uh, for the moment, though, um, he's a really great guy and uh, very, very thoughtful. In the meantime, while you're waiting for my superior penis called Elmo, um, here's a cast. So he's actually cast his penis and and donated it to the museum uh, in advance of the actual penis becoming available when he croaks. Wow. Yeah. I and um, this, this story does not stop there. I did say there's a lot to <laughs> say about this guy. This is just the highlights. He actually has pictures of his, of his penis dressed up as Santa and Abraham Lincoln. So he's like a fruit loop. I know, I don't know the, the correlation spectrum. there. And lastly, he's also had his penis um, tattooed with stars and stripes. What a guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I personally the think... dream. I personally think it's because when people go around the museum and they see his penis in the jar, it's like, wow, the best specimen of penis is American. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm going with this. So, yeah, so the, there is a human penis and there's more to come. Apparently there's a British guy and a German guy who also want to donate. Well, we've got a
1: friend who's done casts of his penis. We have.
0: and it, it's Maybe very, we can donate It's that. very
1: beautiful, actually. It is. It's
0: it a is. lovely, yeah. lovely specimen. We should have actually showed that one. with permission, of <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, this museum isn't just uh, a place to display dicks. Um, it has an artwork section. Has it got a gift shop? We're going to move on to the gift <laughs> shop. So, the artwork, they call it Fallobillia. Okay. Like memorabilia. You get it? ba bum Yeah. Uh, it includes a plastic penis pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> now... I'm thinking I am think this could be a hit. I'm thinking, though, a plastic penis pacifier, this can't be for a child. You wouldn't do that to a child. You'd be locked no. up. So it must be an adult baby pacifier, must yeah. not it? Okay. So I am on the right track here. It wasn't yeah. just, okay. And they've also got a lampshade made from a bull scrotum. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a bull in Iceland. I mean, there's nothing down here. No. you. know, your penis and your balls you're are donated safe. to this place. No. So anyway, most of the penis collection has been donated um, and they've only made one purchase. And it was an elephant penis. Measuring a metre long, I thought it'd be bigger than that. I thought mm. it'd be huge. Um, but I mean, anyway. I've never seen an elephant penis. They look bigger than that. Well, I've actually. I think uh, when I was looking at the pictures, that one of those P and eye. Is that what you say? Was it penises, peens, penis sticks? Anyway, um, I think it was the elephant penis had been dried and hung on the wall, and it was a massive wang. Honest to god! <laughs> it was like it was like this hanging off the wall. It was like like yeah, you rung it for to get in or something. it was like this yeah, I mean, I'd have to touch these. I don't think you're allowed to touch them, but I would have to like just go and touch, touch the all elephant. the dick, yeah, not all the dick, just certain <laughs> dick. I'm fussy, fussy <laughs> over the dick, I am, so yes, there's a gift shop, <laughs> so when I looked at this, the gift shop reminded me, you know when you go to the likes of Alton Towers, yeah, and you come out of a ride and you go into the gift shop, yeah. Well, this is how I envision it to be because it looks like it comes like out of the end of the museum. So you go and see all the dick and you're excited about the dick and then you go into the dick gift shop and you just got to buy some dick. I mean, it's inspired really <laughs> and what they've got in this shop is unbelievable. What they haven't got isn't worth having really. They've got everything dick related. But the best part of this, right? So I'm scrolling on my phone on their website and there's this great picture of the outside of the shop with the logo, all very sensible and then you scroll down to the next bit, it goes, hungry. <laughs> I'm like, that has gotta be done on purpose, and that is inspired. Hungry I was for howling. So that made me think, what could be on the menu? Spotted dick. <laughs> Cockoliki soup. <laughs> bit of chorizo. Uh, if you've got any ideas, guys, by the way, of the menu that could be included in the shop, um, please feel free to get in touch. Coco Van. Coco van! Oh my God, we're on fire today. i about a cock in a van? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, this place is like so popular, and it's attracting like ten thousand visitors a year now. Sixty percent apparently are women. Um, and I really, really need to go. Oh, uh, one thing, sorry, they have got in, the, in their um, in in the restaurant. It's called the Fal- the phallic the restaurant as well. You keep with the theme. Box. They've got penis waffles. I mean, i I really want a penis waffle. They they sell them now at Christmas
1: markets. Have you seen them? <gasps> no. Nope. So you go and you get your little dick waffle, and then you get all your cream on the end.
0: In like just like Liverpool Christmas yeah. market, dick on a stick. Fuck off! Is there kids going going round yeah. with dicks on sticks? Uh, I think there's a
1: special shop for it in London.
0: Is there? Yeah, a dick shop. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So That's my penis museum story. What a ride. And uh, I really, really need to go. There's. Um, there's just so much to see and feel. <laughs> <laughs> so um, much dick to experience. So much dick. Um, I just love that there's a museum out there just dedicated to penis. And they're trying to sell it as, a, as a, an educational place. When well, we need to go for science. We need to go for science, yeah. You might have dick
1: regret afterwards.
0: <laughs> dick regret, I've, I've had that a lot. <laughs> so you spend all your
1: money in that, in that dick shop and then <laughs> afterwards you go, oh,
0: I would have to buy What would you buy regret. from the gift shop? Just a hamster deck, probably. A little model hamster deck. A dick. little fake hamster deck, a ring. I think I'd have to get like um, a headband of like little dicks sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going um, Like Christmas. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or maybe like um remember the uh, Pope on a Rope soaps years yeah. ago? Penis on a rope? Yeah. And I'm a lot of fun Michelle, All with of that. the deck. Yeah, all the day. So anyway, there you go. That's our first story. And, and that sort of uh, sets the scene for the padded cell and how crazy, I think guess, or how it's going to get. And um, every every episode, we're going to have like a, a little middle bit. I don't know what to call it, though. We need our listeners to... A to, off-topic. Yeah, a little off-topic. I was going to call it a piss pause, but it's not really a piss pause because no, I'm like... send the law
1: for fuck off to the toilet. no.
0: No, because if you're like me and you've got like a really boss podcast that you can't put down, you take your phone to you the do. toilet. That's why, if you remember rightly, I've dropped my, my phone down the toilet three times now and it's it landed in rice because I just I take my phone to the toilet with podcasts. So not, I can't with a piss pause. Cause I think
1: we've definitely voice noted
0: whilst pissing probably. I think, I think you've probably heard me tinkle once or twice on a voice note. I'm okay so with that. I'm okay. That's well, fine. Yeah, we're, we're friends. So anyway, we're going to um, do this little bit in the middle and um, if you want to like, email us um, some ideas of what this could be called, uh, it's medic um, at the paddedcellpodcast.co.uk. Uh, so we just need some inspiration, really, what to call this. Yeah. It doesn't have to be penis related just because the first story is It <laughs> can be anything, just something that we can call the middle bit. Um, We're doing a little competition. A competition? What could yeah. we win, though? I don't know. Just a penis. Penis keyring. Penis keyring. I can do that. Oh, oh, oh! A little sperm keyring. I've got the a sperm keyring. Spe- yeah, we've got a little light-up sperm keyring. Okay, so the middle bit is basically just like some fun facts, um, and it could be anything related, really. Um, so, <laughs> just because this is like the first thing that I came across, really, when I was doing my, my research, and because I thought it was dead funny, um, it's different things uh, people have uh, rocked up to a and e, uh, stuck up their bum. <sighs> Okay, so, I mean, some of these might be a little bit obvious, but it's the, um, the excuses they gave for why these things mm. landed up the ass that yep. made me laugh. So, anyway, first things first is um, some 64-year-old Australian dude uh, rocked up at um, a hospital after having a vibrator stuck in his ass for six months. He was too embarrassed Hi. to go. Well, he just obviously lost it up there and just felt too embarrassed to go to my I think once it goes up, it just starts. Well, it sucks Traveling, it up, doesn't it? doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean, how has he, he yeah. gone for a poo all that time? With difficulty. I mean, and you know, if it's like <clears throat> burring down, I was he come flying out. <gasps> it's like your poo face? <clears throat> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Maybe the noise. But uh, I'm like, how do you how do you live with a vibrator up your bum for six months and not have like serious cramps? And how do you poo? And can you imagine? The smell when they took it out. It must have been rank.
1: It's got to have travelled. They've got to have moved so we can still go between to the
0: pain. Imagine the pain now. Anyway, so oh. that's the six month old vibrator. Then some other uh, homeless guy um, was going to jail and um, he, he, he shoved a load of things up his ass like a lot of them I do. do. Yeah, it must have been his, his first um, rodeo because he mustn't have realised that they do internal examinations on arrival. And when they bent him over, they saw the little tip of a condom sticking out of his asshole. Just the tip? Just the tip. And um, (laughs) so when they pulled out this condom, uh, they found 30 random items stuffed in condoms up his bum. Now, some of them I'd go, like, okay, yeah, I I can see why he wants to take them in. But others, I'm like, what, what? So anyway, they found 17 blue pills, okay? Just in case. One cigarette, Six matches and one flint. This is priorities. Isn't it? One empty syringe with an eraser over the needle. So, I mean, you know, he was safe. He didn't perforate (laughs) his bowel with the needle. Not a lid. No. One lip balm container. I'm sure there's some kind of use for that in prison. I don't know. I've never been in, but. And one additional unused condom. So, I mean, random or what? He just didn't think it through at all, did he? And then we've got a seventy-year, seventy-two-year-old farmer uh, who rocked up uh, the Mississippi Medical Center, uh, complaining he had a bottle up his rectum, and he said that it was purely accidental. I've watched this
1: on TikTok. This has been trending on
0: TikTok last week. This actual guy
1: with a bottle. This video might not be the same guy, but it's the same story.
0: Mm. And he insists that he fell in the shower, and a bottle of shampoo went up. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't know why they think these things are, are going to go down. You yeah. know what I mean? So anyway, this guy said that um, he was taking a dump near, like, a, a refuse dumpster or whatever, and he slipped, and the bottle went up his ass. right? And I was like, I, don't know, I sort of see how this can, can happen, until I read that uh, when the doctors pulled out um, the, the the neck end of the bottle. Was actually sticking out, if you like, of his bum hole. So the widest bit was, you know, so fat end first. You don't, you, you couldn't fall on that. You just couldn't. No. So he's pushed that up there, hasn't he? said, a lovely little time until he got stuck. Um, and then it gets better. Then we've got um, some 27-year-old guy who rocked up to A and E, uh, and he was in excruciating pain, really, really bad. And he felt his tummy; it was rock hard, and he just wouldn't let on what was up there. So they knocked him out anyway and they found that he'd injected like a liquid adhesive, like a concrete type adhesive uh using a dual chambered glue gun. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, there's just, uh, there's no reason why you'd pump concrete up your bumper. No, nobody's that stupid that I they
1: don't, don't know what the consequences well, are going to be to that.
0: obviously this guy is that level of stupid because he did it um, and it made <laughs> when they took it out, it made a cast of his rectum that was 16 <laughs> centimeters long and 300 grams in weight. I mean, I know you do stupid stuff when you're horny, but that's really stupid. Yeah, I, I just don't know. That's mad. But I'm going to leave the best till last. This did make me go a little bit ick. Okay, you ready for this? Making you go ick. I know that does not an awful lot that makes me ick. So there's some 50 year old guy who uh, rocks up to a hotel in, in Hong Kong. And he was experiencing, like, this peritonitis, this really bad pain. So when they did an x-ray, <laughs> when they did an x-ray, they saw there was an eel in his <laughs> bowel, right? So they obviously had to do surgery on this thing. Um, oh. And it was 50 centimetres long. So what's 50 centimetres about? That long, something like that? Something like that, isn't yeah. it? That's, that's quite a long eel. So <clears throat> during surgery, they took this this little motherfucker out to relieve his constipation because when they, they said why did you put this eel up your bone I thought it'd relieve your constipation yeah alright mate he's gonna eat his poo as it goes like pac well not only did it do that but they also it also started biting into his colon Ah, it was attached so they had to release the eel from his 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 colon before they could remove it, and then he had basically a perforated colon. And he had to have surgery on that as well. So his little two minute jolly ended up in a really embarrassing trip to A and E and a surgery to um, to sort out this perforated colon.
1: What?
0: And I'm sure he didn't put an eel up there ever again. I don't While think anyone would. A, a live eel. real. Like, I never forget. It but it's still alive though. <laughs> With a big full tummy of shit and bowel. Oh, but yeah. So there you go. That's the most uh, crazy things I found online of people throw up their bums. Don't do well, that, please. Don't don't try any of that at home. Our friend Mabel. Yes, she had to deal with somebody put on a light bulb up their bum. Did it smash? It did. Oh, oh! Imagine so, the pain. So the doctors would have had to have like individually pulled out all the bits splinters. of... splinters. Eee. Yeah. Oh, I bet shitting was painful for a while. Yeah. Actually, they might have had to have a, a bag temporarily because it would have had to heal, wouldn't it? So don't know. I didn't go into too much. I would sworn, I would have wanted to know questions. the nitty-gritty of this. You know, I'm yeah. like, I need the detail. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to go and chat to her actually and get the detail. Yeah. Why a, a light bulb though? I mean, like that That's a strong muscle. It is. It's, it's going to... How stupid have you got to be though to think that, you know, that muscle is not going to smash a light bulb? No. Crazy, crazy shit, man, crazy shit. Right then, Nance, have you got something for us, kids? So I kind of feel like now, where
1: do we go from there? Where do we go from all that penis? More penis? And stuff up the bum. I mean, penises, if you know how to do them, they give you good orgasms. Mm -hmm. Now, we've got some bits about orgasm. Okay, good. So I was having a little snoop. Some of it's not as fun. But you know, we'll get to But in interesting. So I've always wanted to know, as a woman, when you orgasm, mm-hmm. do you think that's different to a man?
0: Mm. Now, okay, just a little sidetrack. I have this fantasy, I just want a penis for a day. Me too. Oh, do you? It's not just, just me, to then. experience an <gasps> orgasm? Yes. I mean, because I wouldn't go out, to be honest. I'd just be that release. Down. Yeah. I think it's gotta be
1: different to a woman. I think so, definitely. So go on. A woman's orgasm apparently is much better than a man's. Great. Good. So when a man comes, it's literally it's gone. Yeah. And a guy's average orgasm lasts about six seconds. Oh, that all. Whereas a woman's lasts around 20. 20 seconds. So at least three times as long as a man's orgasm. And I just think that we've got it better. Although I think that feeling of an actual shumph release. Shumpf. <laughs> I think that bath Shumph. feels well I don't know how it feels but in my head it probably feels better okay
0: do you think I mean I, I just want to experience being a guy with a dick for a day so yeah. I, can, I can tell the difference really. like the,
1: the force that it comes out with
0: yeah shumpf. <laughs> I think you need to work on your orgasms We could have gone with that, but
1: no. That'll take us back to the stuff in the bum. Brilliant. So, I mean, I don't know about you and your husband, but me and my husband have an awful lot of sex all the time. I do know about you and your husband. You have a lot of sex too. But do you feel like <laughs> one of you is always more horny
0: than the other? Um, I mean, we're both a pair of hornbags, to be honest with you. I know. Can't keep our hands off each other. Um, probably me. Probably me.
1: This this is fact. Okay. So women have 17% more frequent sex than men.
0: Okay.
1: So when I think especially the people that we see coming in and out of the club, people assume it's always the guys. Single guys have all this sex. It's not. It's the girls. Oh, wow. They are the hornbags. Okay. Okay.
0: Rock and roll girls I know, flying the flag for horny bitches. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I read? Sorry, just going back to your first one. I was looking at Guinness World Records, the like, you know, dirty ones, obviously. And the longest recorded orgasm by a woman was 45 seconds. I wouldn't wow. be able to stand up for two days. No. I mean, that's impressive. And they counted her, like, contractions of her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> The throb. The throb. But I'm like, how do they do it? They put like something up there to measure it? Or was somebody just like watching the vag to do that?
1: I want the facts, you know? (laughs) So so you didn't investigate this further to see?
0: Well, I I might actually do it as a podcast subject at some point. And if I do, you just know I'm going to research this thing to death. We were talking
1: about um, world records when Mm. we had V on the Pistols podcast. We were talking about her bringing someone. I don't know if there's even people who do this for world records, like, do they have a dirty section?
0: But she wants to set a world record. So, on my reason, apparently, um, the Guinness World Records don't do, like, adult content stuff. And there's, like, unofficial world records. Like, I was was reading one and watching a video of one, um, and it was some girl who holds the record for the amount of queefs she can do in 30 seconds, and it was 93. And she's this little wee thing... And she was like an Olympian. I swear to God, she was like queefing like it, her life depended it on Daisy. it. It wasn't Daisy. No, it wasn't. No. no. But she was very good. I think both. she could rival them. Probably, yeah. She
1: plays the harmonica with her queefs.
0: And that's amazing, isn't it?
1: It was. Yeah. Um. So apparently orgasms are really good for your health. <laughs> not not just your mental health. Obviously, we all feel much better after an orgasm. So they've been clinically proven that they can reduce the risk of heart disease. Okay depression, and strokes, and even breast cancer. Oh, well, I'm going to live a long, healthy life then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's safe to say that we're safe. Yeah, I'm definitely safe. Yeah. So, Was there anything in there about, you know, keeping you looking younger or anything? No, Facials? but I, I feel like <laughs> you're the picture of youth. Well, I'm 80.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And how do you stay looking so young? How many orgasms a day?
0: Um, I just have one very long one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not forty five seconds.
0: Um when I read that I was like, mm, I I think we need to like um challenge this lady. <laughs> yeah. I think it can feel like an awful long time. Yeah. Like
1: especially I've had a few experiences where you have multiple. Yeah. And it's like, it's gone, no, here we go yeah, again. Definitely, yeah.
0: So I'm wondering, so I think I have to do this and research it. Might. So this lady, it was like just one long cum, or was it like this up and down? Because if it's up and down, it's not really one. No, yeah, it's multiple. It's multiple, really.
1: Even when they hit you all at the same time, it's still multiple.
0: Okay, so I'm going to research this and do it in a later episode. I need to do this.
1: Yeah.
0: All research, Tune in right? on
1: episode two to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So talking about sex and stuff, I was looking at interesting facts for sex and women are less likely to just have spontaneous sex, which I don't know, I guess spontaneously aroused quite often, mm-hmm. um, but apparently that's more of a man thing. So ladies need more of sexual desire. They need to be in the right Wound. circumstances. They need, yeah, to feel like mm-hmm. someone's putting the graft in. <laughs> I don't need How that. precious though! I don't need that. I don't know if I'm a bit weird here or if that's, you know, is a, a common thing. Do you think you're spontaneous?
0: Um, I like a date and a time.
1: I think someone gave me a date and a time. I mean, I know how busy you are, so a date and a time makes sense. Yeah.
0: Schedule it in. Yeah, I've got to do that. I, I can't really be spontaneous because, I mean, I could be like, horned up and like, oh, shit, I've got a meeting and I've got this, and it just yeah. wouldn't work out. And I also don't do mornings. It's got to be after 12. I love mornings. Really? Yeah. So, like, first thing in the morning when you wake up, morning breath and everything? Well, no.
1: Slip it in from behind while I'm facing the other way.
0: Oh, so there's morning breath, but you can't smell it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, Know, nuzzle in the shoulder, or okay. when you barely even opened your eyes. But here we go.
0: No, I I've think it no. If you tried to touch me first thing in the morning, I'd be a bitch the whole day. It's like just let me wake up slowly. Let me have my cornflakes and, and my cup of tea. Cornflakes and coffee. Yeah, listen to a little podcast, and then you know maybe come and see oh, me at no. one o'clock. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Unless I've got a meeting. <laughs>
1: every day (laughs) therefore the schedule no i i just love the i love the spontaneous i love the just yeah slip it in slip it in just the tip
0: (laughs) not just the tip i'm back to the tip tip of the whale penis again now. yeah anyway
1: so who do you think are the biggest wankers men or women oh it's got to be men got to be men you think yeah it is yeah men masturbate more um and men watch more porn. Yeah, I think that's quite safe to say. Yeah. Um, but apparently, women don't react very well to porn. I quite enjoy watching porn. It depends on the porn. But it's got to be amateur. It's got to be real.
0: Yeah, I don't want. I don't like the fake ones. You know, yeah. we just don't want to be there. No
1: porn, no face. No, no. So men are very reactive, apparently, to visual cues and things. Hmm. Um, and
0: yeah their sexual desires very spontaneous. I think men quite like to see, you know, the they're very tactile and visual, aren't they? So, you know, you know, dressed in underwear or, or whatever yeah. it is, you know, they get turned on by, you know, how you look. A flash Whereas, of the foot. A what? A
1: flash of the foot.
0: Little <laughs> touches. Yeah. Whereas I think women are sort of more attracted to like, you know, the the mind and the person and yeah. and the penis maybe depending on the pen. Um but yeah, guys like the the effort, I think don't they you looking yeah. nice, yeah,
1: mm. so women quite a lot of women have issues with orgasm, no so, not, not being able to not being able ah. to a lot of people women are a orgasmic,
0: really yeah,
1: they've never had an orgasm ever, so it can be that they've never had an orgasm or they can only orgasm under very certain circumstances, so some of never reached an orgasm or they've done it once and then they don't know whether they're ever getting there again. I think I'd be so
0: upset if that was me. So I'm wondering now, is it because that there's something going on with their anatomy and they can't quite get over the edge or if they just had really shit sex all of their life? So there's a lot of different
1: factors that can
0: be whether it's, you
1: know, something's happened in a in their life. Yeah, which is understandable. So, you know, yeah. trauma and things can have a big effect. Some... Could just be their anatomy.
0: They just wow. don't feel like they work very well. What a waste of a vagina, man. I know. Oh, and no, I've just, that'd be my worst nightmare. But then I suppose if you've never had an orgasm, then you don't know what you're missing. But those that only. Imagine, are, do you think you'd still enjoy all of the sex without having the end line? Well, I wonder though if they have the sensation. So they have all the nice sensations, but no release. So you can still, I suppose, enjoy the sensation. Again, yeah. if you've never had an orgasm, you wouldn't know, would you, how what you're missing? But if you're one of these people that's out on every now and then, but you can't do it very often, yeah. I'd be fuming. I would probably be worse. Fuming. Yeah. I'd be chafed to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <A> cramp. <laughs> cramp. Oh, God, my kids are going to listen to this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll just give them a warning. I'll be like, yeah. you know what, maybe not listen to this, guys. Just say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I think there's been a lot of people within the club who come to events and things who a lot of ladies say this is something that they suffer with. Okay. I think I've been in the um, the situation a few times within like an event environment where you're kind of there, you're enjoying yourself, I can quite happily enjoy the sex. But that's never going to happen, I think, sometimes, just based on your surroundings. Yeah. yeah. That could have a big effect. But I think if this was like a lifelong...
0: I, I'd just cry. I couldn't think about that worse. No. Like I say, if, if I had them every now and then and you know what you're missing, that would just be awful. It's like orgasm denial. Like, yeah. where. No, that see, just I don't get that's kink, you know? Not that I'm kink shaming. But I orgasm do. Orgasm denial. I love it. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you're a little, weirdo. you do I know. So, and, and is it den- denial just like during that session or is it for like a day or two days? It could vary. Going from like edging, edging, edging. And then when you, don't don't you do you finally dare, and them, then is it like. Huge. i've
1: literally burst
0: into tears <laughs> like as we know sid likes tears. <laughs> just like tears
1: and then probably after that there's been multiple orgasms oh, Wow.
0: okay so it's worth holding back yeah okay i'm not gonna test that theory maybe you should no the science no no well no you've tested the theory and you've said that it works amazingly i'm, I'm more than happy to take yeah. that i'll just carry on doing what i do because no nope all trials, of the orgasms for you and none for me. Yes, please. Thank Until you. they make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I might have shed a tear once or twice. Yeah, um, yeah but we're not going to talk Just too that. much about that. Wow,
1: that was fantastic. Yeah, in like one
0: of those kind of moments. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank God to tell I have <laughs> <laughs> like, Have you ever had a moment where you've like come so big and <laughs> you're lying there, you're like. <sighs> I can't move. Yeah. Can't, I can't move. What just happened? That there? was me
1: on Saturday night. Oh, oh, really? I think somewhere between I can't move and the sheer exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we'd done a scene earlier on and then we were having a little bit of, I'm going to say aftercare sex, but it wasn't aftercare sex because it turned into more of a progression of the scene. Okay. Just carried on, got, you know, a bit weird. And then just the orgasm at the end of it. Could have brought tears to my eyes, but I just had my face partly buried in the pillow, but it'd been squashed in there. Trying not to think of what else had been on this pillow in the sex club. <laughs> at that point, I didn't care that I was just revealing it. <laughs> but just it, everything was over. It was like a crescendo. And then I just could have stayed there and cried and just...
0: Just fell asleep, just maybe. Just everyone
1: go away. Throw a little blankie over you. Yeah. 150 people in the building, get out, because I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's my party, yeah. I'm done, bye. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> and you nearly did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, all of the orgasms. I'm very glad that I'm not one of
0: these people who can't come. Is that, like, a-orgasmic, maybe? A-orgasmic. Wow. That's not that's not yeah. something I want to experience. Yeah, so I wasn't quite as shocking
1: as you. Just some... Interesting
0: bits about orgasms. But we've established that uh, we both have penis envy. We do. Bad penis envy. We need a trip for science. So I, I need somehow to have a penis for a day so I can just experience a male orgasm. And yeah. I need a field trip for scientific reasons over to the Icelandic to Iceland. Penis Museum. Okay. It sounds really interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Apparently, though, I was reading that it, I know it's expensive, but just fish and chips in Iceland is 25 quid, around about, depending. Wow. 25 quid for fish and chips. We looked at Iceland for a honeymoon and just... It's just too expensive. It's so isn't. expensive. It does look beautiful, though. So it is somewhere to do before I die, but when I've got more money. But
1: if it's for science and a field trip or work, you know, there's expenses.
0: Oh, OK, so we're going to put it through work, are we? I'll <laughs> oh, ask the boss. OK. <laughs> and she says, I'm, yeah. I've word with my boss. <laughs> Sweet talk on your boss. My boss is cool. <laughs> oh, will <that's her. laughs> Right, so... Um, Oh, are we are we done with our fun facts? That, that is it. Yeah. That was great. That was really good. So that's the padded Cell. Guys, I really enjoyed that. In a nutshell. Yeah, I've learned some stuff it's taken too. a long time to get here, but it's been fun. I know, yeah. It's been worth the wait, hasn't it? Yeah. Always late, but worth the wait is going to yeah. go on my headstone, apparently, Jim says. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the path to sell. Um, thanks, guys, for um, joining us, listening to us. I hope we've given you some laughs. Um, so, we're going to try and do like an episode a week. Um, it's not always going to be like sex stuff, it could just be like just weird shit because that's what we're all about, really, isn't it? we yeah. a pair of little weird. Weird shit. <laughs> I mean, there might be quite a bit of sex in there because it's our favourite subject. It's, it's, you know. But, you know, there might be some other little bits and bobs in there that aren't sex-related or whatever. So what we need from you guys um, is, is some love. So uh, once we're out there on all the platforms, you know, give us some five-star reviews and stuff mm-hmm. because that raises our profile and yep. gets more people watching and listening. Um, and also you know just give us some feedback on email and just to give you that again it was uh, medic at the thepatheredcellpodcast.co.uk um, send us in some questions if you've got any ideas for subjects that we can cover feel free can't promise we're going to use them all you know I'm sure you're going to send us some wacky shit but you know we quite like wacky shit yeah um, if there's anything absolutely crazy that we need to talk about then yeah. we need to know yeah, oh absolutely yeah crazy crazy stuff yeah. please so get in touch talk to us uh, we are going to have Facebook and Instagram um, but haven't quite got there yet this week I promise we'll, it's on the we'll to the massive to do list <laughs> we'll be on the social media soon enough so you can chat us on there as well uh, but for now that is it that's our first episode of The Bag yay give us a little high five woohoo